Hello and welcome to PW Kids Cast, the children's book podcast from Publishers Weekly. In each episode, we speak with authors and illustrators creating books for children and teens. I'm John Sellers, the children's reviews editor at Publishers Weekly. Today I'm speaking with author David Stabler and illustrator Doogie Horner, whose latest collaboration is Kid Athletes, True Tales of Childhood from Sports Legends. Kid Athletes is a follow-up to Stabler and Horner's previous book, Kid Presidents, and it offers a glimpse into the young lives of 16 top athletes, including Michael Jordan, Billie Jean King, Yao Ming, and Danica Patrick. It's being published in November by Quirk Books, which is sponsoring this podcast. In addition to Kid Athletes and Kid Presidents, David Stabler is the author of several books for adults. Writing as Robert Schnackenberg, his books include The Encyclopedia Shatnerica, Christopher Walken A to Z, and Old Man Drinks, all published by Quirk Books. Thanks for being here, David. Thanks for having me. Doogie Horner is an author, illustrator, graphic designer, and stand-up comedian who faced down an unforgiving audience on America's Got Talent. His previous books include 100 Ghosts and Everything Explained Through Flowcharts. Uh, thanks for speaking with me, Doogie. Sure thing. Thanks for calling. Yeah. So, uh, David, I'll start with you. Uh, did you and the folks at Quirk decide to create this book in response to the reception Kid Presidents got? Were the two planned at the same time? How did it work? Uh, well, Kid Presidents uh, came first, and I guess it's it's done fairly well, and we've gotten a good response from it. So there was always an idea in our minds that we could possibly do this as a series, and uh, Kid Athletes was one of the ideas we had kicked around when we, we first came up with the concept. So, uh, you know, when we saw that Kid Presidents had, uh, was selling well, uh, we decided to go ahead with a follow-up, and hopefully there'll be more after that. Mm-hmm. And uh, Dougie, is it right that you've been involved, you're, you're obviously creating illustrations of young athletes and future politicians in this book, but that you've also been involved in sort of the overall look and design of both books? I art directed or, and did some of the design on the first book. And then uh, Andy Reid, who's a designer at Quirk, she designed the second one, uh, Kid Athletes. Okay. And uh, you know, David, were you a big sports fan going into this new book? Uh, absolutely. I've, I've been a sports fan since early childhood, and in particular, a fan of uh, sports biographies, which I, I read voraciously as a child. Um, so this is kind of you know going going back to my uh, my roots in a way of, of writing uh, biographies about athletes. Mm-hmm. Did you get to include any of your uh, your personal favorites among the sixteen here? Uh, well, I'm a big Yankee fan, so so Babe, Babe Ruth is a favorite. Um, Billie Jean King has always been uh, a favorite athlete of mine, and and Muhammad Ali, uh, certainly one of one of my all time all time faves. So yeah, they're all in the book. Mm-hmm. And did you approach these sort of with the thought of this is a mini biography, sort of with an emphasis on sort of the childhood years of, of these athletes? Yeah, well, we we didn't really want to just do you know highlights from childhood. We try to make each chapter a self contained story that has a a beginning, middle, and an end. If I can find um, an anecdote that's kind of illustrative of the athlete and what they became as an adult, I, w- I will search that out. Um, so we, we didn't want it just to be, you know, bullet points of what happened to them up until the age of 18. We, we wanted them to be sort of self-contained mini stories that, uh, that that kids could follow from from beginning to end. And uh, Dougie, how about you? Did you uh, did you get to advocate or push for any particular athletes to make the uh, cut? No, uh, David just picked all the athletes and then hmm. I drew them. I wouldn't know what athletes to advocate for, anyways. I don't. I don't really watch sports. Okay, so not <laughs> not the avid sports fan here that David is, perhaps. No, sorry. Okay. Uh, I, I should say that I tried to pick athletes that I thought it would be fun for Doogie to draw. So that's that's why we have 
a sumo wrestler in the book. That's why Bruce Lee is in the book. You know, that's why there's a chapter about Julie Crone, the jockey with, with horses in the book. Cause I was really trying to pick subjects that would be fun and lend themselves to interesting, colorful illustrations. So, uh, Doogie, Doogie may not have uh, been aware of that, but, uh, I, I did try to tailor, tailor the subject matter to his particular talents. Yeah. There's a lot of variety in the book. Like, I mean, I got to draw a lot of cool stuff. There's elephants, there's horses, Jesse, uh, the sumo wrestler he gets hit by a pineapple truck uh so yeah there's a lot of even though it's all about sports it's surprising how many crazy drawings there are in there like bobby Orr. there's he used to he was the only kid in his school that was small enough to fit through the pipes of the furnace and so yes. he was in charge of cleaning this giant furnace in the basement so i, I got to draw this big crazy furnace there's a lot of visual variety in the illustrations. David, continuing about the uh, the sort of mix of athletes, you know, beyond you know having some very fun to draw ones, I assume you know a variety of sports was important. What, how did you narrow it down? Because you know there's so many options out there. How do you how do you pick 16? Well, we started with a with a much longer list, obviously. Um, you know, one of the things that we learned from doing um, Kid Presidents, uh, the previous book in the series, well, of course. You know, we had no girls in that book because there have as yet been no female presidents. So um, this book was also just an opportunity to kind of do, get a more diverse table of contents and uh, include girls and people from a variety of, um, of backgrounds and cultures uh, in the book. So that was something we also focused on uh, was the diversity of the subject matter, making sure we had female representation, making sure we had international representation, making sure it wasn't just, you know, eight chapters about baseball, but there was there were representatives from, from all the different sports, including non-traditional sports like Kung Fu and sumo wrestling. So um, there were there were a number of factors that went into narrowing it down to the 16 that we chose. And, you know, Doogie, your, your artwork adds a lot of extra humor on top of some of the stories being kind of funny themselves. Do you feel like you had, you know, pretty much free reign to add in a lot of, you know, jokes and captions and gags and things like that, uh, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, they, Jason that and Bob, well, Jason was the editor, Jason Rakulak. Him and David uh, worked together to write up an illustration list for me. But they gave me a lot of creative freedom to kind of draw whatever I want. And then also I was allowed to write the text, what is, so whatever the uh, the characters are saying. So, yeah, they gave me a lot of creative freedom to go ahead and make the drawings funny and draw whatever I wanted. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like your, your stand-up... Uh you know, background comes into play in some of that too, or are they, you know, kind of treat them separately? Definitely. I like drawing funny stuff. Mm-hmm. It's nice to be able to put humor in the illustrations. Yeah. Yeah. So David, what was the, the research like for the book? You know, I, I kind of get the sense from looking at your, you know, both these books, but also some of the stuff you've done for adults that you maybe are someone who kind of loves diving into the biographies and finding these little lesser known anecdotes, that sort of thing. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I'm a I'm a library rat from from you know when I was knee high to a grasshopper. So, uh, you know, the first book was a lot of time in, in the library um, reading uh, biographies of presidents. By the time we got to the second book, I had kind of worked out a, a nice little formula for how I was going to do it. I, I actually started buying used copies of uh, sports biographies on Amazon at a at a penny a throw. And um, this will probably sound sacrilegious, but what I do is I I go through. And I cut out the the first and second chapters of each book with an exacto knife. So I just have the material that's about the childhood of the 
person I'm researching. Uh, so then I don't have this huge stack of books weighing me down. I just have, you know, the few pages that I know I'm going to need to pull out the anecdotes about their childhood exploits. So I, I deface the books and then I sort of mark up the defaced, torn out pages of the books with highlighters. And that's how I kind of go through and, and, and pick out stories that I want to then write up uh, for the chapters in the book. So um, it's a very tactile process that I'm going through now. It's, it's no longer you know, so much uh, going to the library and having to pay late fees. It's, it's more diving in and, and ripping up books and, and reading uh, the portions that are of immediate interest to me as a writer. Yeah, that's quite a uh, trail of destruction there. So what were some of uh, the favorite stories that maybe that you discovered along the way in, in researching this particular book? Uh, well, I really like the uh, the Peyton Manning story. I mean, uh, some of the stories, is they come easier than others. Some of them, once once I read about the anecdote, I just I just know it's going to lend itself to being a, a chapter in a book uh, that has sort of got its its own beginning, middle, and an end. It's sort of got interesting subject matter. So the the Peyton Manning chapter, which is about his uh, having to dance the tango uh, at, a, at a middle school performance of a middle school show. Once I saw the video of the tango that he was doing, which is on YouTube, and once I sort of read about how mortified he was at having to dress up in a bullfighter uniform and and dance this dance in front of his an entire school. That was one that just kind of immediately grabbed me and I said, that's got to be the story. There are, there are other ones where it's more like pulling teeth to find a story that, that really um, you know, has all the elements that we want. And then, and then there are ones like that, which you just, as soon as you read it, you know that that's exactly what we're looking for for this type of book. Mm. And uh, Dougie, the, uh, the anecdote of Michael Jordan being uh, dared as a child to chop off his own toe with an axe somehow didn't make the cut for the artwork? No, because it's hard to draw that because he didn't like he didn't chop his toe off yeah it's hard to draw somebody not doing something it's, it's just them standing there well you, you mentioned earlier some of the uh, you know the bobby or uh scene things like that what were some of uh either favorite stories that you came across in the book or moments that you really enjoyed uh illustrating it's weird my favorite illustration is peyton manning as an adult walking the vhs tape into this locking it into this giant bank safe mm -hmm. <laughs> just because i i don't know <laughs> i don't know why i really like the drawing i did of the bank vault mm -hmm. it sounds stupid but i was just really proud of that bank vault drawing. <laughs> <laughs> and david what's the story with that video is it is it actually out there for public consumption or is it hidden away do you know it's not hidden away anymore they unearthed it uh, shortly before um the first Super Bowl that Peyton Manning played in, and it's now uh, you know it's available. It's up on YouTube. You can okay. you can watch the actual performance and, and compare it to my my description of it in the book if you want to. <laughs> so, David, what's next? I mean, should we expect uh, more books in this series? Uh, yeah, we're actually just getting started on uh, Kid Artists, which is going to be the third book in this series. We had done a um, a school uh, visit a few months back, and we were kind of polling the kids in the uh, in the school as to what the um, subject of the third book in the series would be and uh, kid artist was was pretty high up on the list kids were really jazzed about the idea of uh, seeing uh, Picasso and uh, Jackson Pollock and all those people as little kids so that's that's what we're doing next mm -hmm. and Dougie were you involved in some of these uh, school visits have you been out there uh, for these books yeah I went with Bob to the visit the school and it was a lot of fun I liked doing the Q&As with the kids. It was interesting. As the kids got older, they asked less questions. But you, you could tell it wasn't because they were less curious. It was because they were more self-conscious. Mm -hmm. The young kids, they would just run right up to you and ask you all these crazy questions. And uh, 
it was interesting. You just got to see how, as we get older, our society just drains the life out of us. <laughs> it was rough, too, because we had to do um, – we did a half hour with third grade, then a half hour with fourth, then a half hour with fifth, and then a half hour with sixth. That so was yeah. – it was like a murder board. It was almost like a, a Ph.D. dissertation. Oh, I loved it. That was my favorite yeah, part. Yeah, it was great. Answering but it was tough. questions. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was funny, the one – that. Like like David said, they asked, we asked him, what book do you think we should do next? And the one kid said, you should do Kid Artists so that then you could be in the book, Doogie. And I said, oh, you are my new publicist. <laughs> <laughs> I like you. Nice. Well, you know, out of curiosity, Dougie, how are you balancing things now? Because you're, you're doing some artwork. You're also doing stand-up. You know, what's mm-hmm. the sort of mix that, that's keeping you busy these days? It varies. I like doing lots of different things because it's good variety. I love drawing and writing, but the bad thing about it is it's solitary. And then also, even if a lot of people read your books, you don't really get to connect with them. The nice thing about stand-up is that even if there are only 20 people at the show, you know those 20 people heard you. You get to see whether or not they like your jokes. It's kind of a a dialogue you have more of a connection with people so i split my time pretty evenly between art and writing and stand-up and i like that they all inform each other mm. and you know beyond uh, you know thinking about kid artists are there any other uh, book related projects you're looking forward to well i just finished a book called some very interesting cats perhaps you weren't aware of that i wrote and illustrated for workman publishing and that's going to be coming out in October. Uh, so I'm excited about that. I'm looking forward to starting Kid Artists because I'm an art history major and I love art history. And so I'm, I'm really excited to draw all those things, too. Mm-hmm. And uh, David, how about you? Anything uh, either for kids or adults that you're uh, uh, getting ready to uh, or working uh, on? Yes. Un- under my, uh, my alter ego, uh, Robert Schnackenberg, uh, we will be putting out... Uh, a book for adults in September called The Big Bad Book of Bill Murray, uh-huh. uh, which kind of explains itself. It's an A to Z uh, encyclopedia to the life and career of Bill Murray. So that's also um, coming out from Quirk Books. So um, that's what's on the immediate horizon. Very good. Well, uh, congratulations again to the both of you on uh, this book. And thanks again for speaking with me. Thanks, thanks for having, for having us. Uh, once again, I've been speaking with David Stabler and Doogie Horner, whose new book is Kid Athletes, out in November from Quirk Books. Thank you for listening to PW KidsCast. Cast.